Hello, and welcome to the My Leap of Faith podcast. My name is Gabrielle Genter, and I'm going to take you on my journey of living a life that felt completely inauthentic and unfulfilling, to discovering myself through the help of energy healers, shamanic practices, grounding in nature, plant medicines, and learning to trust my own intuition. This is a journey of being stripped raw to the place of knowing no thing, as it is there we are able to open our hearts to everything and create a new existence on Mother Earth. My hope is to demystify the process of becoming one with your higher self and sharing your light from that place, and I want to bring you along for the ride. Send us farther than our legs can carry us, but your Hi guys, and welcome back. Today is my solar return, and um, with that, I feel the desire to open up and share some percolating thoughts and ideas that are happening for me that haven't fully formed yet, but are like, like you know, in my field, and for some reason are are wanting to come through as a share. Uh, <laughs> you guys couldn't tell. I'm nervous. <laughs> um, okay, so I have shared what has been going on, obviously, from the beginning of my awakening. And as you guys know, it's a spiral and we're constantly moving in that direction. And, you know, I'll be stuck in a loop of, of a, maybe a fear that I'm working through for some time. And maybe it takes a whole year for me to work through that fear. And in that process, my whole ascension is uh, stalled or, or put on hold because it doesn't move forward if I don't go forward through my, ugh, <laughs> through the things, which I'm going to say this episode is going to be one of those things that is fearful for me, which means that I know I'm supposed to do it. So, ah, <laughs> so, um, one of the fears that I've had, or one of the things that is definitely part of my journey and what I am here to work through and um, embody and understand and, you know, kind of, I would say, take it up an octave <laughs> is <sighs> when we look at the traditional natal chart, our placement of Saturn, and according to my beautiful sister Aisha, is the, the area in our birth chart, third dimensional, that we have to ascend through in order to keep moving up the spiral. Now, you're not going to get to the point of working with Saturn until you've done many like turns on the spiral to work through your Venus, your Mercury, your Sun, um, and... I forget which I'm missing one. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but then she describes that to get past those traditional signs that are closest to us and, and our personality takes on, we have to break through our Saturn, which my Saturn is in Leo 
in the 11th house. Now, this energy is something that I even made a, a sheet for. Like I, I knew what I've been, what I was here to work on, not only through this Saturn point, but this is also in my chart where the the last two eclipses were hitting. So Leo, which is uh, generous, brave, entertaining, spontaneous. It's the sun. And the 11th house is groups, friends, social awarenesses, humanitarianism, technology, hopes, dreams, the future. So I knew that I have to work on letting people in, in the 11th house, and also being brave. Like, like if you guys have followed me, you'll know that I'm fine talking on inner or on the, the YouTube or the, the podcast because I'm in my own energy. But can I bring that energy out into the world and still be myself and still be, you know, able to, let's say, help or facilitate or, or um, I would call it illuminate. <laughs> um, that was my Saturn. And you guys have known the story, like me as, as a third dimensional being was very introverted. And that actually would be the absolute worst or last thing that I would choose from my path, which means, of course, I have fear around it. And that means that, of course, it's the work that I'm here to learn, you know, <laughs> and what I need to move through. So in this turn of my spiral this year, when this came up, I, I knew like, okay, I, I am working, you know, like I, I believe that as we come to these points in the crossroads, that the right situations are going to come in to help us either like diminish that fear and work through that fear, or it's going to still show up, but we're going to reject that thing. You know, we're going to hold back from it. So my Saturn has been working with me for, I think about three years, um, and the first level of it, I would say, is creating a podcast. So um, oh, one of my bees is here to say hi. <laughs> Hello. Um, okay, so my first level of working with uh, the Saturn placement that I have is starting a podcast, like putting myself out there, being brave for groups, for social, you know, experiences, um, th through technology, and through hopes and dreams and the future, okay, all of that, I would say encompasses the idea of creating a podcast. And, and that is exactly my Saturn. That was the first turn of the spiral. Then the second one, uh, like almost exactly a year later, was that I needed to get onto YouTube and show my face. Okay, so, okay, that, that was the next one. And I remember when I did that for the first time, it was literally on my, my phone and I used that as my camera because I didn't have one. And I just, I didn't think about it. I just did it because I knew I don't want to do that. It's terrifying and it's not something that I'm capable of. <laughs> so that, as I know, anything that I'm fearful of, I've got to dive into it now. The next turn of the spiral was creating an energy tribe or an energy group that was of like vibrational souls that felt drawn to me, which as anyone if that you're drawn to, you carry a, a piece of, of their fractal or their energy in you. And it's just like, like this turning on of a beacon. And that's why, you know, we're attracted to certain, let's say people, whether if it's through social media or even in our, in our lives, even, even your partners, if you're, if you're attracted to them, they're part of your soul family. 
So the next turn of the spiral for me was to start that energy group. And I I stayed pretty comfy in there for about two years. And then uh, it was changing and I knew it was changing, but it's, oh, it was like, like, <laughs> I don't know, like me dragging my feet. So First, it ha- it started to change in that I could feel in the energy group that we needed to tighten things up. There, it felt like there were leaky energies, that there were people in the group that, you know, maybe came out of curiosity and not feeling that like soul connection. And, and for me personally, I can tell, I can tell. I can tell when someone is stuck in their own spiral and I can tell when someone is just in the wrong net and I still hold space for that because I feel like, is it wrong? I don't think it's wrong, <laughs> you know? Like there's a lesson for, for each person in that experience. Let's say on their side, learning discernment. On my side, on expanding my um, my capacity to hold space for people that are not in my soul family. So there was definitely learning for myself and and there we went through many iterations of kind of like really getting the message that it was time to do another cleaning or another like spring cleaning. <laughs> and and then even in that I've gotten in my body to the place where I'm pulling away from it. Now this is a really hard thing to even experience and talk about because it it it's like, how could I pull away from a group of souls that feel like me? You know, like, wh- why would I do that? And I have been dancing with this for the last probably six months and, and trying to really understand, like, where is my energy best supporting others and also in alignment with why I'm here? So I've been in the in the actual chat group pulling back on how much I contribute, which, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like as long as there's a container holding people if they need it, that to me is like, this is like the third dimensional way to say it, but that makes me feel like that box can be checked. Okay, so incoming, maybe, I'm sure not my final spiral on this, but another experience of it was the whole expansion of creating gateways and allowing energy to move through me in person and collaborating with groups with people that came in through the podcast as a soul as a soul family member or I would say fractal energy um and working with them to create something that is 11th house energy and as I moved towards that um I knew right away because Richard has been wanting me to create these retreats for a long time, probably a year and a half at least. <laughs> and I have been resistant to it. Like I've been like, I'm not ready. I don't know if this is the right thing to do, like dragging my feet. But when this energy came through of this group experience of me having fractals help me and and not just help me, but me help them through this huge leap it felt very aligned. And as I've talked about, the energy just has flown through each of us. But going into that experience, um, I had it reflected in a few ways that 
this was going to be a big opening for me because I'm taking my Saturn energy and I've moved through the spiral with it. Like I keep revisiting it and upping the game, but that this particular time, this time around the spiral was going to feel and be something different for me. Now, you know, I can go into like, there are were two per kind of readings, predictions that, for me, until I until I experienced it for myself, I could only hold it as a re, as a reflection, right? I can't with everything, and I've talked about this. When we are starting to incorporate an energy, it will feel as if it's like a spirit guide, which is outside of you helping you, but really, it's you helping you. <laughs> so, I can when I'm moving up into an experience, I I had the reflections showing me this is what's, you know, going to be taking place. But I looked at it as a reflection, just that like, like how you would say a spirit guide, it's a message that I can see. And maybe I deeply trust the the sources that it came from. But I can't hold it yet. Like it's outside of me. And I and the whole point of um, of Ascension is to understand, again, we're here, all those little things that are outside of us, we're here to incorporate them as actually walking in this vessel with us. So um, what it was said is that I was going to like have this incorporation of, of fractals of myself And I don't know what was going to happen from that. Like I knew that was going to happen. I had a dream about having um, an embryo implanted into my uterus and my friend had a, had a, um, like a download about it. And, and, and she also picked up on that, that us meeting in October was going to be that, like all of this energy that is, I've been holding as outside of me, right. In the form of these souls, I was going to do that thing, which I'm talking about where you have to incorporate it. And for me, Oh, white butterfly is here. (laughs) Uh, for me, that means like a huge up leveling, a huge jump, because how do you go from something being outside of you to you taking it in as, as you, like you have to have a full shift in perspective. So as that was coming up for October and I was getting these messages and I was like, okay, I can, I can see how you guys are seeing that. I don't know. Like, let's see what happens. I don't know. (laughs) You know, um, so when we got to the gathering, um, the we each pulled a card and an oracle spray to go with us. An aura spray, <laughs> I said oracle, and mine is the the rainbow unicorn. And right away, I started to realize, like, oh, this is. Let me give a little spray while we're talking about her. <laughs> um, right away. I knew for me, what is, what is this, like, what is, again, this is outside of me. What is the unicorn, rainbow unicorn? How do I incorporate it? Because everything that, like, I'm going to keep bringing back to this. Everything that we are looking at and seeing as outside of us is us. So I'm dice, I'm like, okay, rainbow and unicorn. For me, rainbow is the full spectrum. It's understanding that 
to become fully incorporated, like I have, um, how do I, I've done this in my own soul, but the next level for me, based on, again, I believe my Saturn placement, I needed to incorporate my fractals, my soul family, and, and take them in as me. So this rainbow unicorn aura spray was reminding me that I need to incorporate the spectrum, the whole uh, rainbow of every soul, like let's say every mixture that every soul in that group was carrying. And I, I was like, okay, <laughs> like let's see. And, and you know, <coughs> this is another thing like, what are the signs? Like, as I'm going into that experience, I'm getting signs, you know, I'm, I had the dream. I'm, I'm getting two two separate, um, channelers giving me the same message and me understanding that something is going to occur, but I have to go into this, like trusting number one, that I'm ready to receive whatever's to come. And number two, like this kind of, it formed on its own, but each of us had to say yes to it. So like the way I feel it, and this is my experience, is I feel those other two souls said yes to help me in my experience of birthing myself. And I know that sounds like, what? <laughs> and I haven't even said that this to them. But like we all are helping each other. But in this particular thing, I'm just giving you my perspective of my what happened. And I'm mainly wanting to talk about what happened afterwards to my body and what I'm moving through. So, but in our soul contracts, these souls, all of them that showed up in this container were saying like, oh yeah, that's right. We agreed. We're going to meet at this time, this date to help this person embody more. So that's how, what I feel happened. And I even went through the full extreme of pulling this, um, this, this state of, um, like, I'm not, why, how did I end up here? I'm not worthy of this. And it's like, it was like this full swing back to, so that I could have the momentum to like push into the next, like take that leap over the, over the threshold. But I remember sitting in, in that container and just totally crying with this energy of, I had this, this feeling moving through me that I don't have anything to offer you girls. I don't, I'm, I don't even know how I find myself here. Like, I don't even know, like, and I even, I remember saying, I don't get this energy often, but when it has set in and it feels deeply personal, like it is stringing on so many chords within my fear body that I need to share it. And, and they held space for me to let that energy through and help me to rebuild. So it's almost, okay, this is what it feels like. It feels like I shed that, that fear, that final like tick in the notch of, this doesn't resonate in my body anymore. Let me push it out to to the souls that agreed to help me work through this together. And as I put like exhaled that energy, I could inhale their spectrums. And I didn't know again, I, I'm in, in I'm bringing it back to the gateway and feeling like just so heard and held and nurtured and also able to bounce right back from it and shed it. So that's what how I work through my own experience in the gateway. 
But then after the fact, um, I told you guys I had my aunt and my cousin come into town. And then the, the day they left, I dropped sick. Like sick, like I have never experienced in my life. And I mean, I don't like... <coughs> okay. I felt so sick that I couldn't breathe anymore. Like if I, if I had, I couldn't lay down to sleep. I had to have my back up on pillows and then I couldn't breathe because if what was happening is that, that mucus, the, the white blood cells were gathering so deeply in the thymus area, the top part of my chest that I couldn't breathe anymore. And I reached out to Zanita and I told her, I think I'm dying. And she was like, uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> now, this is where I get, I get like, am I ready to talk about this? Am I ready to share this? Like, what what's happening? And, and can I can I drop some breadcrumbs so that as you guys are going through this, you have somewhere to, to look to, you know, I, that's my only reason for wanting to go through this uh, on on uh, on this platform. You know, I share everything, but because I'm still like, in the mix of it, it doesn't feel complete for me to share. But I know that because today is my solar return, I'm in Ophiuchus, I'm feeling that energy, I'm ready to try. I'm just going to say it. So yes, then I was sick, like this <coughs> deathly <coughs> sick, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> for about total two weeks. But the worst was about a week full week where I couldn't breathe and it got I was coughing up so much stuff I lost my voice for three days and like Richard I would be still like carrying on and talking to people and I would like notice that I would push myself to speak to you know be heard because things were happening and there was creation happening with others um but then the moment that I would get off I'd be like I can't and Richard's like, you're a faker. And I was like, dude, no, I gave every ounce of my energy to be with in that meeting, let's say, that I have to just retreat back in. Um, so basically it felt like not only am I coughing up all the, the, the rest of the white blood cells I have, but I'm also changing the vibration in my throat. And you guys will notice I cough from time to time. I feel totally fine. I'm not sick, but that still that, um, energy that it, that's in the thymus is still releasing. So for me personally, it feels like my vocal cords are also changing and, um, Zanita, you know, I, I, in this experience, this, this holograph that we are experiencing, have a mentor that I can reach out when I, I need to and have someone to give me guidance in some way. So I, I texted her and I told her, I think I'm dying. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. <laughs> and then she said, here's a, a, a song that I'm going to share with you that, that, I think she said it's her favorite song and it will help raise your vibration or help you feel better. And so I put on that thing on repeat and Richard was like, what are you, what are you listening to? <laughs> because I like at that point, I w I'm desperate. I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but I can't breathe. And I even question at some point, like, should we go to the ER? Because, <coughs> oh, mind you, I don't have COVID. I've tested for that. It's not COVID. So I, I say to, I, or I'm thinking like, should we, 
should I go to the ER? I mean, then I know I'm just going to be sitting in the waiting room. What are they really going to do? You know, I'm running through the full scenario. And what would happen is I would fall asleep for like an hour until all that buildup happened again. And then I'd go through a whole nother coughing fit to release all of the stuff that had, you know, accumulated. And then I said, while I'm laying in bed one day, I said to her, to Zanita, you're like my North Star in, in the sense that I hope to one day be able to be as open as you are. So I said something like that. And to me, she replied, do you know what the North Star is? And I was like, mm, <laughs> no. I mean, I yeah, it's the brightest star. <laughs> but I don't, I didn't. She's so amazing at teaching the 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 mysteries and it's it, it like she's only giving me what I'm ready for which is perfect because already it's a lot and if you guys have read her books you know what I'm talking about. But um she said the north star is created once the the Christos light body is is anchored or act it's it's activated. And I was like Okay, and she said, as above, so below. Once your your Christ seed is seeded, as above, like that's below, and as above, you you create or you are created as a North Star. And then she goes on to tell me this amazing story about Mary giving birth to Jesus in the major. And she's like, I want to. She's like, this isn't new news, but I want to share this with you. Now I'm going to tell you how she said it to me. And how I have since like embodied it, but also she put this energy out into the world this week in in a podcast that's called Mystical Christmas Ascension Teachings Christos Light Body Activation. And I'm going to link it below because obviously she's going to go into way more depth than I'm going to hear. I'm trying to bring in the actual experience. So she said that the whole idea of Mary giving birth to Jesus in a major is the birth of the Christ seed. And I'm like, <laughs> like what? And then she sent me a, a, a recording that said, <sighs> Mary is always depicted with a bull and a donkey next to, to, to the Christ, which is swaddled and in, in, in the manger, right? So she said, the bull represents the liver, this, the donkey represents the spleen, and the energy of the Christ seed is anchoring in through your hara line into your, your belly, intestines. Some would call it the belly button. Um, and in that space is where the Christ seed embodies. And, and she was saying, like, women don't have birth and create birth through their minds, it's in the womb space. It's in the stomach. Like that is where the birthing happens. And it's no wonder that it is between, they're showing it in every every um, painting, which I will put up a few here, uh, of Jesus between a bull and, and a donkey. And then if you, you can't help but notice that the swaddling of Jesus actually looks like intestines. Like it, that kind of, <laughs> it looks like cloth intestines. So then I was like, oh, well, that makes sense that I 
did a, a liver cleanse before I went to the gateway. And and if you guys remember, and please go back, and if you haven't listened to that episode, this is a, a huge important piece if you feel called. Um, it's called how to crystal, I think it's crystallining the body. Um, I had very many signs come in that this liver cleanse was my next step in my body activation. So uh, I told that story in that in that episode. But the biggest point that had me like right away knowing that it was for me is it was delivered through these this couple called the Gabriels. And I, you know, you like, so I did the liver cleanse. And uh, with that, I extracted, I don't know, maybe like 30, 40 um, gallstones. And, you know, like as I've been doing cleaning my liver throughout the years, like each step has been, you know, perfect for what I was going through. But this was the first time I was like physically like draining my, my, um, the gallstones out. And then, um, as you guys know, I'm also going through a blood cleansing period right now, which the spleen is the organ found in virtually all vertebrae, similar to the structure, similar in structure to the large lymph node. It acts primarily as a blood filter. The spleen synthesizes antibodies and its white pulp and removes antibodies coated antibody coated bacteria and antibody coated blood cells by way of the blood and lymph node circulation. (coughs) Excuse me. The spleen is brownish in color and is located in the left upper quadrant of the abdomen. This comes from the Ascension Glossary. So my blood has been already being filtered and it's been, um, I told you guys I'm actually seeing a blood doctor right now to in the third dimension find out what's going on. I'm I have a very low white blood count. Now after this this experience of being sick, I was supposed to get a test while I was in the middle of it and I called them and told them like I don't think this would be a good time to do it because I'm I'm really sick and they agreed. So they postponed it for 2 weeks. So now I took the blood test about four days ago, and now I'm curious to see, do I have, like, has the white blood count gone down even more? But essentially, if you look at what what Zanita is saying in that this is how the Christos comes into the, the light body, I already knew that intuitively was cleaning the liver, have been working through the blood circulation and filter and trying to understand consciously what's happening to my body. So that the seed could could um, anchor. Now I know that not everyone needs to do clean their liver, but in my case, <coughs> I was be, obviously being told to. Now, at the um, the at the the well, actually no, before the gateway, I talked about in the experience at the New Mexico White Sands. I got my period right after being in that sand, and I also purged. Um, so I was also like, imagine I had shed the liver, I think about two weeks before the gathering, then I shed my, my lining of my womb, then I like threw up everything. And then so as I went stepped into the into the gateway, I would have been at ovulation, I was at the space of being receptive. Okay. And I, this is the part that I find just mind blowing. 
all of these things that we talk about in the steps of ascension, they are are mimicked and replicated in every way of life. Like this is our natural rhythm. Like, of course, if I am going to embody the the Christos seed, I have to be fertile. I have to be ready to receive that. Like my, I have to have purged my lining, which I hadn't had a period for six months before that, that period um, in New Mexico. So I had to get to the place where my body was actually physically ready to receive this energy. So I had cleansed the liver and I had been working on the blood filtering and I, my womb was ready to receive it. So I, again, and then I, and then I I had the dream. So yes, all of it was aligned and moving forward. But I will say in real time, I remember just being like, wow, that's weird. I'm getting a period after six months, like, you know, kind of like that. But in hindsight, now I'm like, oh, I see it. I see it. (laughs) Okay. So then, um, right after the, uh, the gateway, I, the day I got sick, the actual day that I got sick, the day that my cousin and my aunt left, I, um, got another period. Now here's the interesting thing that would have been, uh, yeah, that would have been on, on track. Like it would have, as if I was having a normal cycle again, it, it was due. So it got, it was just the day of my, my, the day I got sick. So purging again, then I, um, I, through that two weeks, I was sick. Okay. I had the period lasted long. It was like a week. Then I started getting better. And on the, the new moon, exactly one week ago, I got another period. Now this was two weeks early, but it's again, I'm purging again. Like I have had three purges since encounter, encountering the white sand that told me it was the activation for this experience. So my point is like, I have been just shedding, shedding, shedding so that I can receive more of myself. Now, um, this experience and what does this even mean to embody the, the Christos light? This is the part that I am why I wouldn't normally do this episode this soon after the experience. I don't know, you know, like I, like I feel it as this energy that's like dripping down, (coughs) but it's not um, like I'm a different person today. You know, it feels like it's a physical activation. It feels like my whole body is changing again. I went through the last six months, um, which I, I think it corresponded with uh, the eclipse season. It would have been in March, end of March. I started gaining weight pretty rapidly. Um, I mean, rapidly. I had gained, let's say, 15 pounds within, I don't know, a month period. And I was like, that's really strange. And no matter how I would eat, it was just like I had gained it. And, and it was around my stomach area. I um, And normally for me, my body is like, my, my waist isn't where I normally gain weight. I gain it in my butt, my legs, my arms. <laughs> um, so the fact that it was right around my stomach, I was like, well, maybe a menopause. Like I, you guys know, I'm also going through that. So I'm like that maybe that's the reason. And it just is what, what it is. But since this has happened and since this me like getting sick and purging and purging and purging more the mucus out of my body, I mean, of course I was sick, so I wasn't eating, but my body, like that stomach that I was holding, it's like gone. 
It's like all of a sudden, it's that, again, I had created a fertile environment that is no longer needed. And it's just like, it's like different. It just, and it, it, it wasn't that I really changed eating. Yes, I was sick, so I probably wasn't eating as much. But <coughs> it just, it's like, I w- I'd never have given physical birth in this life. But I imagine like a lot of women after they give birth, they their body just exhales it, the, a lot of the weight. So that's happened as well. It, it's something that I am, you know, wait, I do have another story that goes with this. When I was um, creating my new altar and I shared that with you guys, um, Zanita said to me, the reason that you have the dragon and the bees, like you're again, like this is how I'm going to say it. She did probably didn't use these words, but she said like, you're not the, the things that you're doing aren't what they're for or something like that. She, it was like, you don't understand why you're doing that yet, which I, you know, I felt intuitive to do it. And I was calling in the energies that were coming to me again, as outside of me, remember the dragon had come in, the bees had recently come into my life. And it was like, yes, I want them represented now, like I want them here. So I did it as an expression outside of myself, right? And again, now I can see this very clearly. This is how we incorporate. We have to first see it as a mirror to then receive it as you. So I had to create my mirror and with my dragon mirror and have it a, a space for me to start like pulling in these energies in a new way. So uh, the first thing I will say is in her, in Zanita's new book, um, The Shekinah Codex, the, the, I think it's chapter four, if I remember, or might be four, <laughs> um, she talks about the elements and the body and how, and, and I've heard this, that we are the elements, but the way that it's described in this book, it's like flipped to a place where you, you live it, you experience in, and like all of the things, again, I had as outside of me, like, how do I incorporate the wind? And I've been through some crazy wind recently where I've had to learn how to incorporate that. It's a power that I, this body did not know before. But that's an example of understanding where is your wind in the body and how do you like express it out? And so each element is just so important to our experience of embodiment. And when I created the altar, I had re uh, enlivened each of my directions with with the elements. And then I understand that the dragon energy is again, it's it's me. I'm the dragon. I, and and I'm saying this from a place of I've been looking outside of myself at it, and it's like after this experience of the shedding and, and embodying this Christos energy. The things that are coming to me, again, it feels intuitively, but I don't know yet how to bring it to my mind and like speak it, is that there's a dragon and there's also this energy of Sophia. And it's just, and I know they're the same thing. It's just a a symbol of the same thing and the Shekinah. And I'm going to also put in here, I, while I was sick is when I finished reading the Shekinah Codex. So all of this stuff has been in my my sphere at exactly the right right times. And what's so weird is I uh, it doesn't matter. Yes, perfect timing. So 
I'm I'm like getting these these messages about <coughs> these these elements, but instead of them being a guide, understanding that this is my energy. And it's like, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I have a lot to incorporate still and understand, but this energy of embodying something that consciously that probably I've carried, you know, obviously since I have kept stepping into this experience has now made itself conscious to me. And again, I'm going through the physical journey of it right now, but I also know that this this with this comes more responsibility and being brave. Like in this case, like I can't give you a full form podcast of this is what it means. But I think that's the point. <laughs> I think that it's like, give them what you have, show them what you are right now. And, and again, so that you can see it as a reflection to one day embody it for yourself. Hum inside my heart a little while from the honey of my song tender to the tendrils blooming color taste and longing for you who kiss the petals of my reach our minds send us farther than our legs can carry us but your flight weaves the membranes of our so we give our voices, so we give our voices to the ones who've left us, so we give our voices to the ones who cry in silence, so we give our voices, so we give our voices to the ones whose speeches running under soil beneath, so we give our voices, so Give our voices to the ones who left us So we give our voices to the ones who cry in silence So we give our voices So we give our voices to the ones whose speeches Running under soil beneath Subtle as your flutter beat Long beat, run Hello, and welcome back to the Mystery School Moments. Oh, you guys. <laughs> oh, it feels like, you know, the more you put yourself out there, it's like how how m m more of a real like a, a new reality can can you create for yourself? And I know that's like, what? But the truth is like, this is why I think we're supposed to be brave in all of these crazy unknown territories is it's like that when you can show that you are consciously hearing and, and understanding what's happening to you, you start to build the, the architecture of that experience. So by me even sharing the, the, the little bits that I know, 
I'm already uh, able to go deeper into that reality. So yeah, I, I, if you're here for this part, you've been on it this far, like, um, thank you, you know, like, I, I feel you. And I, I think I would say this message, this entire episode is for you, because you know that you're going to need this information someday. This is a code that you you asked me to do in our contract. And, you know, just like I asked Zanita to help me through it because I, I probably would have gone to the emergency room had I not like got brought it back to spiritual in a spiritual experience because I didn't have... Um, I didn't have someone like me to, to tell me like, this is what's going to happen in your body. Uh, like people have said that spiritual uh, awakening is painful, but no one goes into the actual ex like detail of what is happening. And um, now I, in Zanita's book, the Ascension Symptoms Manual, she does talk about it. And we've had conversations about that she went through this. So in my moment of like, you know, being ready to like throw in the towel, I knew I could reach out to her and 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 get like some kind of reminder because I I couldn't quite remember where I had or what she had said or so um I you know I know that these codes are dropped for a reason. So yeah, I feel like this probably is meant for you. So I wanted to share the card the day, the night that I was like digging into this energy and, and the notes that I had here are um, purging and transformation. And that's where I started is like wanting to understand why I was getting like <coughs> period after period and excuse me, and also like cleaning out my body so deeply. Um, so then that night is I pulled this card, which is called the um, it's from the sorry, it's from the the Lemurian Lemurian star child oracle. And um, it's called rising to Palladian frequency. Now I was like, hmm, that's I don't know. Like, <laughs> but of course, I go to the the um, the reading of it. And it's perfect as always. So the message is sacred bond, healing clears space for higher energies. <laughs> uh, nature, or sorry, nurture with gentle music, flowers and crystals, healing the lower bodies clears space for higher energies. The, pal the Palladians remind me of my source vibration, the cosmic heart source to clear old and healed old oh sorry to clean clear <laughs> to clear old energy and heal old wounds so this energy to me was like showing me like yeah this is this is part of the process if you're going to embody higher energy you have to shed it's like um you know let, let's imagine these energies start off in the auric field and and move through the the different bodies so and then once it hits the physical vessel in matter, it still has to go through the same process of purging so that you can receive. So uh, that's, I mean, again, if you guys haven't done the liver cleanse yet, I mean, look, I had to find it intuitively through my, like, my inquisitive heart and mind. <laughs> but please, if even if you don't feel called to do it right now, 
when you get to this urge of clearing the liver, please have this in your back pocket. So uh, for me, yeah, understanding that the, the, of course, the physical body has to follow, you know, we can do all this work in these upper, um, upper dimensions. But then when the actual, like, see, this is the interesting thing. I think, and, and I don't know, and I'm saying this because it's something that's a possibility in this reality that our physical bodies actually do ascend. So if you think of it that way, how do they ascend? Like there, there were definitely mystery school practices that we did to prepare for this. And, you know, these are the things that aren't really talked about. I don't know why. I don't know why they aren't more open. You know, it's probably because they're hidden by frequency. I'm, I'm sure. Because why would anyone else need to know unless you were going through this? And maybe there, these codes are, are shown to people when they're ready to receive them. So, I mean, that's another sign. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have uh, had a go of it. And in, in like also this space of like what's next like do like what is my energy needed in, in in what way now and it feels like that i i am needing to focus on more collective experiences so again you know i'm working on building um classes so more towards like i would call them like breadcrumbs or evergreen no i call i would call the podcast of the breadcrumb and these classes would be like the evergreen uh, tools along the way. So there, it feels like that is being put to the forefront and the energy that I was giving towards the energy tribe is, has receded. And, and, you know, I, I know that I can recede because why there's enough fractals in that, that space that can hold space for each other. So, um, <sighs> yes, I am on on a ride, uh, as I'm sure we all are. You know, my my spirals, the the I would say the the height of the the spiral is always right at my solar return. It's usually exactly perfect, and I can feel myself like right around that leap. It was the same last year. I was sick, really sick after our wedding um, and all the family left. And the day they left, my immune system crashed. And it's like after, oh, one other thing I want to talk about is that when you go through one of these, um, well, I mean, spiral turns, but also, yeah, I would call it spiral turn because it's happened for pretty much everyone at the gateway. You're going to have experiences with your, the rest of your soul family, meaning your, your family, your physical family, so that you can also have in a, like an energetic exchange with them to help level up their experience. Like it, it's, it's, if they're meant to still be in your reality, you're going to have encounters that will help that energy flow between you. Um, like imagine it like a relay race. So it now is not a surprise to me that my aunt and my cousin came right like the day after I got back from the gateway. Then um, what? Oh, uh, I also saw my brother that same like two days later. And then uh, there was another thing. A couple like people, old friends have come come into town. Uh, 
like, you know, deeply, like soul family that I have collected. I'm going to give you just these two examples. Um, the first is my friend that I was in school with in, when, in Italy back in like the, like 2000, she's Brazilian and her, her husband and her son are moving from Brazil to Australia. And in the meantime, they're going to stay with us for three weeks for Christmas. So it's like these soul families that I've collected throughout my lifetime are making their space like available to me and vice versa so that we can have that, that exchange. Um, another one of my very closest friends that I found in New York um, came last weekend for five days and and we really got to go deep into not only his healing but my healing and just being there for each other and 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 like really <clears throat> having this moment together. And I hadn't seen him since my wedding, which was a year ago. So it's like all of a sudden this rush of people to come to this space is is like, overwhelming. <laughs> um, my best friend actually is here right now down in the pool because uh, she came for my birthday. And it's like, can we like, I mean, everything happens regardless if you're conscious of it or not. But what you should notice is that when you have one of these, um, these level jumps, you're going to see that your family starts coming around to collect. It's like collecting these coins or these, this, this, uh, like code from you so that it's easier for you guys to stay in communication and stay together, you know, like, because, okay, I'm going to be pretty blunt here. We're helping to be the portals for other people that are not able to open as much as us. So they need to collect that like code from you so that they have an easier transition within your energy. And um, yeah, so I, I've been experiencing having a lot of that. And honestly, f from now until the end of the year, we will have people around us doing that. And it, it turns it from like, just like, oh, yeah, we're getting together for the holidays <laughs> to, wow, like the things that are happening on an, uh, an energetic level that you then can become conscious of and be a participant in it changes the in the the whole um, you know the whole interaction. Like for example, my friends that are coming from Brazil were going to Disneyland for three days. Like, but now I understand what's ha actually happening, and so I'm going to like to open myself the most. I have to find the play in my heart, like get to that childlike state so that I can open up as big as possible. And they have a little son that is, I think, six. And, uh, you know, we're like, now I know that's why we're going like, you need to play your ass off, girl. <laughs> and it's beautiful, right? Because now I don't have to be like, oh, but but I have this to do at home and maybe I shouldn't have taken this long or I should be working on my classes or, you know, all the things that we can tell ourselves. No, we're here to be in the moment for every moment that is occurring. And all we have to do is get rid of the distractions so that we can be. I love you guys and I will see you next time.